Okay, uh, hello everyone. This is our number seven, I believe. Uh, wow. Yeah, we're almost done. I mean, we're, how are you holding up, Jetty? I'm actually doing pretty good. I'm surprised. I mean, this has been quite the podcast. But you uh, got a good. break when we talked about Zelda, right? We had the Zelda hour, and you found nothing to say, <laughs> I so did. you got I heard lunch. That from the other room, that was amazing. <laughs> and then, and then Nathaniel was uh, kind of taken over that hour. The British people took over the last hour. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like British that hour. Something. British invasion. <laughs> that was a bad hour. I forgot that British people have a much more, um, whatever you call it, sense of humor. Raunchy <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> That's the word I was going for. But yes, uh, we are here on the Game Cola 10-hour podtacular uh, here today. Dun, da, da, da. Right? Here with me are Michael Ridgway, Michael Gray, Paul Franzen, and Lizzo. Uh, so right. everyone introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Mike Ridgeway. I used to do the uh, the Quantum Geek columns, and now I pretty much just write about things that make me angry. So you write basically every single day. <laughs> I see what you did there, Michael Michael Gray. Yeah, I'm Michael Gray. Um, I I said I was going to be playing a video game while doing the podcast, but the game messed up, so I had to quit. Oh, ouch! I, I can uh, I take up the slack there. I'm totally playing a video game right now. Good, Should I be playing a video game? <laughs> One of the items justice, magically disappeared yeah. from my inventory. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just grinding in a um, blue dragon. I basically just have this barrier on that lets enemies run into me and die, <laughs> and then I get more powerful. <laughs> I'm Paul Franz, and I'm Game Cola's editor in chief. Uh, I'm Lizzo. Uh, I used to write uh, testgame.exe, making the adventure, um, and now I basically uh, do behind-the-scenes uh, editing stuff for Game Call and provide moral support to Mr. Paul Franzen. Yeah, last time we did a live podcast, she brought me cookies. <laughs> I, baked, I baked a pie today, so that's that's for the end. Although, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that because nobody else gets to have any except for <laughs> no, Paul. I want podcast I pie. pie. Podcast yeah. pie? <laughs> you were, you were all encouraged to yeah. obtain your own pie. Pie cast, but it wouldn't be podcast pie. It'd be just some pie we went out and bought. What the? What? Well, the I mean, there's nothing that? stopping you from, from baking a pie right now on the air. Well, what? What kind of pie? Doing the podcast is stopping me from it, from baking a pie, Paul. <laughs> I can't take the computer with you into the kitchen. Pie you can do it. I don't have any one time while she was recording. Paul, this is not going to work. <laughs> Three minutes into the podcast, and Paul has already upset everybody. I'm, I'm just kind of on edge about the comments people were saying about adventure games in the last hour. That's true. Okay, what kind of pie is it? Uh, it is a strawberry pie. Um, I should. You guys actually probably shouldn't get too excited because um, it, it might possibly give us food poisoning. So it was in our uh, the, the strawberries I used were in our freezer for a while, and then the power went out, and they sat in there for a couple of days, and then Almost the power week. went back on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they may or may not it may or may not be a deadly pie. Um, so we're gonna eat it anyway. Poison I think. Pie. <laughs> yeah, Poison. yeah, it's gonna be nice. I actually hear Paul and his wife die on our podcast. <laughs> Best <laughs> podcast ever. Wait, no. That's, that's Wait, they came wrong. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> I think it. I think it'll probably be okay. Are you sure? You, no, but okay. I, I think it'll probably be okay. the pie or the podcast. Um, oh, the podcast is great, <laughs> except for that last hour. Was it like a like an episode of Pushing Daisies, and except you know instead of the part where he touches all the fruit and makes it come back to life, it's just still moldy, and then you bake a pie with it. <laughs> there was no visible mold, so that at least I I know is true. 
Anyway, well, you'll you'll find out later whether or not uh, it was poison. Yeah, if, if you don't hear from me uh, either in the podcast or the chat room for a particularly long uh, time, I'm dead. Or just not paying attention. Or just, just not paying attention. That also happens. So, so podcast. Yeah, number seven. Our number seven. Yeah. Out of ten. F- 50-7. Weren't we supposed yeah, to... I don't think we haven't even mentioned that, Jetty. This is podcast number 50. That's true. It is podcast 50. Yeah. Oh, Ah. That's crazy, right? That's, that's quite a milestone, right? Well, actually, uh, sorry. Uh, I wanted to mention now that I have Paul here. Uh, n- not that he was here at any other time during the podcast, <laughs> but uh, Paul. Speaking of, you know, ten years podcast number fifty, we got all these big things going on. Do you remember yeah. a certain uh, recent email that you got? Uh, as I brought up earlier. Oh. A tender, do you have that handy? Tender and poignant topic to discuss. Uh, I do have my email open, but I have to... Several of the people in the uh, podcast right now. Is this about unicorns? No. I hope so. Unicorns. (laughs) No, uh, this is far more tender and poignant than that. See, that was the question of whether unicorns can have wings, yeah. Uh, That's an alicorn. Well, they can. If it's a unicorn with wings, it's an alicorn. It's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, but, I mean, why is it but, that I mean, only royalty, type, you know. it seems that only the princess gets to be an alicorn, because we've never Actually, seen any male alicorns. There, there is another, I mean, there is another alicorn. Well, there's, there's Celestia, or we talk about My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, Yeah, right? Celestia, Luna, okay. and just the other day we saw Princess Cadence, and she was an yeah. alicorn. Poe, do you... I, I mean, I don't know. Do you remember quite up, vaguely Maybe, when you would have forwarded that to me? Um, I, I, I can find it. Give me a second. Yeah, Maybe I'm... the potential for becoming an alicorn is carried on the like purely on the X chromosome, so that like if you have a maybe, well maybe maybe the carriers for both being a Pegasus, maybe the character carrier for Pegasi or uh, unicorns are carried on the X chromosome, so that in order to be a Pegasus and a unicorn. You have to be a female with two X chromosomes. Well, to be fair, we haven't seen any male princes, have I'm, we? I'm just saying. Well, there yeah. was Prince. Blue I, I found a letter, Jetty. Uh, Did you? Okay. Uh, Grand Del- yeah, Del- Prince Blue Blood. You're right. Okay, or everyone, West- stop arguing about stuff that no one cares about. <laughs> this is very important. We're talking about the prince who was rude to Rarity. Yeah. So she's like the best thing that ever happened to him. Pony business is serious business, Jetty. Does anyone remember our Drama Queens podcast? Oh yes, uh, quite well. <laughs> Yes. Any, anyone in the chat room? Did you guys listen to that one or watch it or whatever? Is a chat room going? There is. There is a chat room. Yeah, there's people talking. Are, yeah. are there people actually oh, in it? There are. People there are. There are. have 13 Ju- viewers right now. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 13 viewers of the chat room or the podcast? Of the chat room. There yeah. might be one in the same. I'm not sure. The chat cast. It's difficult to tell. But anyway. someone listened to it. We, we seem to have a lot of people in the chat room that listen to it, which is good. Uh, I want to read to you guys uh, this comment we got on our YouTube channel. Uh, You might have seen it if you've been browsing our YouTube channel. If not, um, here it is. This is from a YouTube user named Pixelated Pope. Hey, I just wanted to pass along how awesome I think your Drama Queens podcasts are. I was the lead designer on Drama Queens. Technically co-lead designer, but that was just bureaucratic BS. Anyway, I can't believe I didn't know these podcasts existed until just now. I'm passing these links to about everyone I'm still in contact with who helped develop the game. Anyway, thank you for playing it. I'm glad somebody played it the way you guys played it, even though it was clearly marketed at young girls. We never really designed it for them. This game was intended to be played precisely how you guys played it, and that just makes me happy that at least someone experienced that way. 
You know, it wasn't you know, as much as I, you know, knock on it for being, you know, drama girls, um, <laughs> drama queens. It wasn't terrible. I've played far worse games, so. Oh god! I hope I didn't just yeah. insult that guy. But it was certainly better than the sleepover game. <laughs> yes, it was much. The, uh, drama queens was the one in the mall, right? Yes. The, the sleepover game was like the pure, like just like. That was the Wii Mart. one where we were uh, yeah. catching flyerflies and running. Yeah, drum- <laughs> yeah, Drama Queens wasn't terrible. So, go. I mean, there was a there was a certain kind of fun uh, Mario Party aspect to it, I guess. There uh, was. Except in the place of mini games, there was amusing text about uh, people peeing themselves. <laughs> no, we're well, not talking whole, about water. Bottles, the whole man. stealing, uh, the whole stealing a boyfriend's mechanic was messed <laughs> up. Like you could, <laughs> the the one girl could help you steal her boyfriend. It's just like this is. Okay. All right. That's odd, but I mean, no, it wasn't terrible. You know, I, I I've been reading about teams that end up having to develop those types of games, and uh, you know, they they actually put put a seem like they put a decent amount of work into it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have I, to I, be. I've been. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, w- I was gonna say I was thinking that would make a good episode of My Little Pony is all of them fighting <laughs> over. A Valentine's Day episode where a really hunky stallion comes into town and. Some of them try to fight over him. You mean you mean a Hearts and Hooves Day episode? Yeah, I didn't really see that one. The, That's really I get confused actually. with the other one. I've seen Sister Hooves Social, and the two names are so close that uh, I think... Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I saw that episode already, and I'm pretty sure it's like now looking back, it's like it's probably a different episode. Hearts and Hooves Day is a good episode. Mm-hmm. The Cutie Mark Crusaders... Um, Give uh, Cheerilee and Big Mac a uh, a love potion that turns out to be a love poison. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But uh, no, I I thought this comment was particularly cool because I mean yeah. the developer of the game saw our podcast. Not the like the lead dude who made this game. Yeah. And yeah. and not only that, but like you would think even if the lead person did see this, like we're kind of mocking the game, like mm. yeah we. In our minds, this isn't exactly how the game's supposed to be played. Yeah. But then, well, I remember when we played it. I remember I was I was thinking I'm having so much fun with this game, but I don't know if I'm having fun for the right reason. Like, am I enjoying it because it's a good game, or am I enjoying it at the expense of the person who made this game? Yeah, and then to have them come in and basically confirm that we were doing it right. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you know, I mean, they're they're grown adults and they they know what they're doing, and I mean, you know, probably it, it maybe it's part therapy for them to hear like people like them actually enjoying it yeah so, so that was a really cool uh moment in game cola yeah. history yeah what uh what company so was that yeah. actually by the way uh I, I can look it up but i don't know off the top of my head okay yeah so back to ponies um unicorns can't fly no though they can teleport but it might just be twilight sparkle who is a very magical unicorn but weren't you just yeah. saying that there was a variety of, of, of unicorn that can fly? Well, they're alicorn, but those are only royalty. They they have wings. They're uh, they they can fly oh, because yeah. they have wings. It's not like magic flight. Well, I guess in a way it is magic flight, but still. Drama, Drama Queens was developed by a company called Sensory Sweep and published by Majesco. Okay. Yeah, I have to be honest. Talking about the three types of ponies, they have the the unicorns. They can fly. No, the unicorns can use magic, and the pegasi can fly. And the earth ponies can basically just do nothing. Well, I mean, 
if you want to if you want to get technical about it, which I do, obviously, <laughs> uh, yeah. Pinkie Pie can break physics, and Applejack is the strongest. But well, Big Mac is the strongest pony. But I guess Earth ponies are physically stronger. I'm not sure if Pinkie Pie breaks physics on purpose, or even if she's aware of it. Uh, so Lizzo, as <laughs> the only never... girl actually on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what what if any experience have you had with My Little Ponies? Um, I used to have, I had like three or four of, of the little doll things when I was little, but it was something that someone had given to me as like hand-me-down because they'd grown too old for them. And so I never really hadn't, I, I don't actually know anything about My Little Ponies. So that's That's, that's good. <laughs> that's why I love you. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is the new generation. So this only started yeah. in what, 2011 or was it 10? Uh, I want to say 10. Because they were inspired by the reboot of the Transformers franchise, which made them lots of money. So they're like, we need to do that with the other things we own. And one of them so was... Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So that means there's a possibility that Shia LaBeouf will show up in uh, in My Little Pony. Oh, God, I no, hope. No, there is not that inspired. Huh. I mean, that would be enough to get me into it, I think. Paul, you are history's greatest <laughs> monster. He made Indiana Jones watchable, after all. Paul, I will reach through the internet and strangle you. Now, see, if I was a celebrity, I would totally volunteer to do My Little Pony for free. To be honest, it's one of the reasons I want to become a celebrity, not because you get to be rich and famous, but because you can volunteer to be on certain animated shows, and you basically get it. I don't know if he volunteered, but um, do any of you guys watch Adventure Time? Um, I've only seen a little bit of it. Well, they did a. It's about the it's the it's animation about, that I don't really care for. And that that's fair. I mean, it, it can be. You know, I've heard that from people. But there was an episode where instead of Finn and Jake, it was the uh, the adventures of Fiona and Cake, and basically yes. they did yes. a gender swap for everyone in the show. And uh, the uh, normally they have Princess Bubblegum. This time they had Prince Gumball, and he was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, I have seen this uh, episode. And he did a whole song, so. Yes. Nice. Your fist has pierced my heart. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> stuff like that all the time. Yeah, well, the closest My Little Pony has gotten was Tori Spelling yesterday with the uh, Canterlot Wedding special. Was she, was, was she Princess Cadence? No, she um, hosted it. Oh. So, basically, when they showed the episode, they had, like, a little mini thing before and after every commercial break. I see. Oh, like in uh, the, the old Mario Brothers show? <laughs> Yeah, so it'd be it'd be her and you know she's talking with Twilight Sparkle for like half half a minute. She's like, oh well, the episode seems to be going so well, Twilight. You don't seem to like the princess very much, though. Oh, choose you. Well, huh? yeah, no one really knows who the I was the the, the voice of the uh, of Princess Cadence sounded familiar, but the voice one. of the prince sounded familiar to me. But that's probably I don't know. Is it a Canadian show? Yeah. Uh, I would just like to make a quick shout out to Rizzyman 33s little sister. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. Cause um, he sounded like talk, he sounded like um, one of the Canadian actors in um, whatever you call it, the Total Drama series, which is a Canadian series. Okay, the guy is Andrew Francis. Hmm. Um. What else has he been in? <laughs> uh, let me IMDb him. Yeah. This is what happened. This is what has happened every single time we've done um, a talk-through for, what's that show? Back to the Future, the the game. (laughs) We just look up on IMDb. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, bl- I believe there was a, uh, a long stretch of time see. where I was just completely not watching the game and just looking up stuff about other different games. The guy was on Supernatural, um, Iron Man, Armored Adventures, Voltron Force. He was in an episode of Psych, Bond of Silence, Seven Deadly Sins, Hero 108, Frankie and Alice. He's got a lot of bit parts. Hmm, Johnny Tess. That's also a TV show. I mean, that's also a Canadian <laughs> TV show. Is it? <laughs> Johnny Test, yeah, and he was in Barbie Furytopia. Well, uh, that fits in perfectly with My Little Pony, I guess. Yeah, various translations of Death Note. Um, uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z Canadian version. Huh, he played Dende in the Canadian Dragon Ball Z. Very nice. The Canadian version of Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. It says Canadian version all over this thing. That's weird. Yeah, a lot of trans, uh, a lot of translated stuff. Um, or dub stuff. So who here plays video games? <laughs> I was I gonna do. say. Okay, <laughs> well, since you here? mentioned since you mentioned adventure games, I have a uh, yes. I have a question for you, Paul. Oh, are uh, you about to make fun of adventure games too? No, I'm just kind of. I, I want to get your uh, uh, opinion on something. I've okay. heard that Telltale is developing a Walking Dead adventure game. Yes, that is true. How do you <laughs> think that's going to go? Because honestly, I'm, I'm not. Especially after I didn't care for I, I read the comics I you know I I've, I'm up to date on those um, I it's starring watched, like new character I think yeah it's it's not following the plot well, it has nothing to do with the TV show is my understanding too well that that's um, good because I I, I've heard the second season was kind of botched uh, or just not so very good I believe it's based purely the, on the I was saying they hinted ahead. that the main character is going to make some sort of appearance but not as okay. the main character. Of the game, that's all. Okay, I was just I was curious. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I do think that uh, at times Telltale's greatest strength is not in developing its own stories and its own characters. Um, so I would, and I think one of their bigger strengths is in their humor, despite what was being said in the previous hour. Um, so I would <laughs> be hesitant to play a full-on uh, serious game by them. Where, the, where they're coming up with the story uh, pretty much uh, by themselves. Yeah, but, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, Back to the Future was great, though. I mean, that was a game where they did come up with their own storyline and a couple of their own characters, and that worked out pretty well. So maybe I, I think I'm still kind of tainted by uh, the new characters that they made for Tales of Monkey Island, which I thought were almost all awful, with uh, like one or two exceptions. I like the French guy. Then again, I, like I hated the French guy. <laughs> <laughs> You, how can you not like making fun of French people? Uh, it was just that's that's pure that's so un-American. It was it was just so it was very uncreative. I thought. Plus they they had uh, they had a, this uh, awful nerd stereotype, which I think is what kind of ruined their new characters entirely for me. They had the guy with the taped up glasses, and mm. I think probably had a pocket protector. And I was like, come on, guys, you're better than this. Come on. That's your entire audience, guys. Don't make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I also uh, I. I don't have a lot of experience with the Walking Dead source material. I haven't read the comics. I only watched a couple episodes of the show, so uh, I don't know if that would make me a better or worse candidate for playing the game, to be honest. Yeah, that's hard to say. I mean, I I might be able to enjoy the show more if I didn't read the comics as much. Um, right. And I, I have friends on both sides of that issue where, uh, like my brother, for instance, says, you know, he's glad they're doing different stuff uh, because really, why would he just watch them trek through the comics again he's he's read the comics uh on the other side i have friends who say you know the stuff they're doing in the show while new is stupid um <laughs> and that you know they're they're 
you got characters that you know that you really could develop, but he's like, nope, they're gonna go act stupid uh, and die. Uh, so you know, I don't know. Based on for what I've heard from season two, I'm not in any hurry to watch it, uh, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm way more excited for a game that Telltale's working on. They have not mentioned anything about this game since they announced it, and that would be the new King's Quest game they're uh, theoretically working on. Dying to hear more about that, but I guess they're uh, a lot more focused on The Walking Dead at the moment. No, E3. I think we're going to hear it at E3. You think so? That would be when awesome. we go and visit E3, I'll make sure to ask <laughs> them about that. Uh, you, have, you haven't uh, happened to hear back from them during the course of this podcast, have you? Not yet. <laughs> but, I mean, it's because it's the weekend, so they probably aren't right. going to get back to me. That's the only yeah. reason, the only possible reason. We've already we've sent in our application, everybody, so we're just waiting to hear back really, from them. Really, did you? Yeah. Well, third, third year running, Mike. Third year running, yeah. <laughs> well, now that we have actually 13 people chatting in our chat room, we might have a voice. I, sorry, I, I hope the people in the chat room do not think I'm making fun of them. God, God love you, I... Wow, I I, I yeah, don't like, actually I never actually have thought people would for the full uh, seven hours or whatever we've Holy been doing crap. this. Yeah, we're freaking Someone, celebrities. Uh, early in the chat room said that um, in whatever time zone she was in, it was like six a.m. and she woke up just to listen to us talk. Oh, I wanted to do that, but I was sleepy. <laughs> yeah, Paul, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't wake up at six a.m. for you. <laughs> I, that's okay. No, okay, uh, Michael Ridgway, you'll appreciate this. Um, in order to get into E3, you have to prove that you're a writer for the website, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I sent in, it has to be three articles you've written within the past, like, three months. So the first one is the one on the My Little Pony Ace Attorney crossover game. Nice. <laughs> yes. Where Twilight Sparkle takes the role of uh, Miles Edgeworth. That's how we roll. <laughs> So, so if they reject us, I have no idea why they would reject us now. <laughs> no, I have a question. Uh, do you have you actually gotten rejection letters in the past, or they they just not get back to you? It's rejection letters. Oh. They're actually letters. <laughs> well, that's that's decent of them. Yeah, yeah. At least we're not left hanging. Yeah. Do you, do you think this is our year, Michael? This is our year. We've been growing in. Um, it might not be our year to go through to go to E3, but it's our year for something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we could at least just get, like, a press pass to, like, PAX or something, or MAGFest. Actually, wait, <laughs> MAGFest, wait a minute. Why haven't we gotten one of those yet, Mike? Because you haven't asked. Well, if we asked, would we get one? <laughs> Probably. Huh. I mean, we have to be a little judicious, but I can always put in a good word for you. Oh, very interesting. I think it was we'll last year we, did, we got rejected because we didn't have enough monthly visitors to their site or something like that. <laughs> we MAGFest should theoretically or? be better better now no uh theoretically E3. yeah to e3 it's like we didn't break their barrier of like 3,000 unique visitors per month mm. i will make sure to go and refresh the page oh wait you need unique visitors. Visitors. visitors so what you're saying is we need to go to uh, the library cobble together a very yeah. when i'm at work snap. wait jetty was it you who used to leave like game cola open on computers in the library that's right, I you did. Was that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I was at uh, when I was at the college, I would leave Game Cola open on computers after I would get done using them. Nice. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if we saw some readers from uh, who learned about Game Cola through that. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder hmm, if that's a valid uh, advertising method. <laughs> Better than what we usually do, which is nothing. We post it on Facebook oh. sometimes. 
We post posted on Facebook. Yay. <laughs> Actually, uh, so who, who, uh, go ahead. I was going to say uh, another way that I used to advertise for my personal website was to uh, post on the college bulletin board with my. I did that. Yeah. Yeah, I made. Um, I used to make those flyers with a little uh, tear out. Yes, parts that's at the exactly what I did. Yep. Yeah, and it would. Have... I, I posted them all over uh, the University of Maryland. Yeah. Did the tear off just say GameCola.net? Well, they said GameCola.net video game humor. Very cool. Yeah. Mine, I'm pretty sure. And I, and I would walk by them later, and people were taking them off. So. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was more like I would walk by, and like one had been taken, and then I would walk by, and someone had removed my post. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, you had to make sure to go for, like, the high enough traffic area that people will actually see them, but low enough traffic that no one's going to staple their things directly on top of yours. Yeah. Mm. So. net. we're poor. <laughs> hey, think? we have $16.70 something cents in the advertising fund right now. Don't let E3 know. <laughs> Gamecola.net, we can easily fund your convention. <laughs> yes, we make yeah, lots no, of No, no, I'd really love to make E3 this year. Oh, yeah. I think that would I be mean, yeah. I think, but I would, I would probably have more fun asking a bunch of random questions which have nothing to do with anything. So, yeah. like for example, I would go to Telltale Games and instead of asking about The Walking Dead, I'll ask them about what they feel about the shipping between um, Doc Brown and Edna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do hope you would bring together? Marianne as a camera person to film this too. I don't have a camera person. I would force one of my relatives to do it, I guess. <laughs> well, that would be entertaining. I, mm-hmm. I, I think we're due. We've been doing this website for ten friggin' years now. <laughs> I, 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 one of the one of the qualifications on E3's website was that you have to have been a website for at least six months, and we've beaten that a bunch of times over. Yeah. Like I think that should yeah. make up for you know we're not having as many readers as other websites. Yeah, we we have at least twice that quantity, not quality. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Wait. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Paul, you've just been playing Ace Attorney. I mean, Apollo Justice for the first time. How do you feel I, about I, that? Uh, it's it's starting to turn me around. Have you have it's, you? How far are you in the game? I'm in the third case. I'm at the uh, near the end of the third case with a magician. Oh, I guess that doesn't help because there's a magician in a lot of them. There's um, a lot of magicians. Um, the, magician. the one, the the rock concert murder i'm on that one i like that one better than the panty stealing i don't quite I like understand. the panty stealing one i thought that was really that, funny that joke got old really really no, quickly it got funnier and funnier every time they said it it's like you're no no weird. it's actually it's actually very innocent it's okay yeah it's just so. a 16 year old girl talking about her panties and putting things inside them game was made in japan all right <laughs> Oh, that makes okay. it all right. Then. Yeah, they, they they don't have the same sensibilities we do. I don't know. The the one I'm on right now has actually been kind of dragging. I, I haven't been playing it as much because I've been uh, kind of bored by it. Just because they show the same video clip like five times. Yes. Yes. In and it's so long. And in my video walkthrough, I kept like a running count of how many times they showed it. <laughs> and I lost count, which shows you how often they show that clip. But yeah, as as much as I've railed against this game for ruining the Phoenix Wright character, I, I do I do still uh, have some reservations about the fact that where are all of his friends and why did they let this happen and why have they not been here for the past nine years or however long it is. But I do think it's it is interesting that you're seeing a, a much different side of Phoenix Wright. Like he's so much more relaxed and casual and 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 friendly. He's not like freaking out as much as he was in the other games. 
I think it's, I, I do think that's kind of interesting. You haven't gotten to any of the parts where they talk about. Uh, they're gonna later on get into why he lost his lawyer's badge and stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll see how you feel. <laughs> he has yeah, a crippling we'll see, but I'm so I'm, I'm uh, uh, hockey. <laughs> enjoying it more than I expected. I'll put it that way. Which I mean, I was not expecting to enjoy it. So. Did you get to talk to the uh, the Phoenix Wright musical people about that? I, I did not know. There was actually a, we were we were actually trying to get them on for the podcast today, but it didn't it didn't work out. Oh, yeah. oh, because I saw a section earlier that uh, that was supposed to be about that earlier. Was it just you guys talking yeah. about the Phoenix Wright musical? Oh, I see. No, that, <laughs> that was the part of the schedule we had blocked off for them. Ah, <laughs> but uh, it, it it did not work out as uh, one would have felt. But that's okay. No hard feelings. Happens. We can still start a Phoenix Wright podcast of our own. <laughs> really, you think? Wait, we. Start one. I, I, isn't that what the game call the podcast is? Yeah, I'm surprised that you know this isn't just ten hours of Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I think yes. we've actually been, been doing a pretty good job, not just talking about it. Everybody's all, I think it's, uh, ponies are the new thing now. It's not Phoenix Wright anymore. Yeah. Well, well, it's, it's because we've had different people on the podcast than we normally do, and because like I think the podcast gives a false representation of how much Game Call staff loves Phoenix Wright. It's just that the people who do the podcast regularly love Phoenix Wright. So we've oh, been yeah. seeing a, a lot of different people who uh, like are, are not into it. We've had a lot of uh, first-timers. I mean... We have. Uh, we had Sean Sackenheim and Brian Vanek. Uh, yeah. <laughs> people from Game Cola's yeah. uh, history. Zach Huffman as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Daniel Castro, he uh, came on. Yeah. Kevin uh, Lee Cox, he's never done the podcast before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's been cool. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, in a couple hours, uh, we're going to have... Another name from Game Cola's past, Rick L, will be showing up at the 6 to 7 p.m. hour. Wrote Rick L? Reviews. Rick L. Previously known as Rick Crescent. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Thanks. But <laughs> he'll be there so with So, Paul, a... I've been using yeah. my walkthrough for Phoenix, I mean Apollo Justice, to get through the game. Do you do you have a written walkthrough on game FAQs? No. Oh. I, no. I've been following a, a written and one no. at time. At time. And no, no. It's, it's a live <laughs> walkthrough where I make yeah. fun of phoenix <laughs> i'm sorry no i, I have not <gasps> well we're putting him to sleep no <laughs> it's no, because we I, stopped uh... talking about ponies for 10 minutes <laughs> well, there's that no i uh i went to hershey park yesterday I, oh cool yeah vanji and i have been a little tuckered out today that sounds fun oh yeah that was a good time uh, that's delicious video games um people in the <laughs> What are people talking about in the live chat room? <laughs> They're just making emoticons at each other. Yeah. How did Christian Porter do that POW one? Ooh. Did he just type POW? I don't know. <laughs> he no, has he his ways. Like, you know, underscore, underscore, or like dash, 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 then POW, then... I don't know. I'm not there. People yeah, yeah, people yeah. listening what? to the podcast, yeah. and it, give us give us a topic. I actually I had a, I had another topic on my, on my post-it notes over here. Okay, what is it? All right, um... In honor of Mass Effect 3, and we're not going to go into spoilers with that yeah, because no, no spoilers. I'm I'm playing two right now. Commander Shepard's made of chocolate. Never there. played. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. In her version, Commander Shepard's actually a girl. I don't know what weird decisions she made oh, to oh, make crap. that happen. But... <laughs> Is there like a sex change med bay upgrade in the second one or something? <laughs> um, but anyway, actually, I was thinking, in honor of Mass Effect 3 and the uh, controversy over the game's ending recently. I was wondering if we could talk about some of the worst video game endings we've ever seen. All right, all right. I have a and I have an article coming out. It's, it's in the pipeline right now. I don't get what the big deal is with the Mass Effect 3 ending. I don't. It's not that bad. 
But weren't there like six possible endings? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. And everyone's like, oh, my decisions don't matter anymore. Let me tell you about your decisions. They mean absolutely nothing in this universe because there is absolutely one thing or there is only one thing you were trying to do. Live. Did you beat the Reapers? You did? Congratulations. You made it. Nothing else matters except for the fact that you are alive right now. That is the big thing. I'm sorry. No idea uh, what he's talking about. I <laughs> It'll be in the article. I don't want to spoil things for Lizzo. It so. should okay. be uh, posted this week. Yeah. How's it going? Good. What about you, Jetty? Worst ending. Wait, what? Wait, I missed. Worst ending? Worst, Worst video ending. game ending, yeah. Oh, uh, video game ending, yes. Worst video game ending. Uh, any of the NES games that just ended and were like, game over. <laughs> like, you won, and it still just says game over. Or like, congratulations, the end. Yeah, those were bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just... Wait, hold on. Uh, Was it Contra... Where if you beat the game, it just said, hey, thanks for playing, now try hard mode. And then if you played it on hard mode and beat it, it still just said, hey, thanks for playing, now try it on hard mode. <laughs> there were two or three games that were like that. And it's like, to, I just beat it on hard mode. To be fair, yes. with Contra, I seriously doubt they thought any... I, th- I think they, they doubted anyone would actually be able to beat the game. <laughs> on hard mode? Yeah. Just like, oh, crap, just, just toss a... Game over screen in there. No one's going to see it. Yeah. I would say that the worst ending ever was uh, Battletoads. I mean, you guys know about the ending of Battletoads, right? I mean, everyone's... I do everyone's not, actually. I, 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 I can't get past the freaking speed tunnel. <laughs> that, that game, I do not believe, has an ending, Jetty. <laughs> I got past the speed tunnel, like, once, and there was some sort of, like, vertical level. Uh, you're going yeah, is down, that the like, one a... with, like, there's, like saw blades going around or no i'm thinking maybe super battle toads I, I don't know i can't remember i, I can't remember. beat those games i just remember i got past uh the speed level and i could never get past the next level after that because like i had so few lives at that point you know? yeah no there's there's no ending to battle toads because you can't beat the battle toads yes but go uh, go Lizzie, ahead go one? ahead what what is this supposed ending to battle toads like oh i don't know <laughs> this is just making a joke <laughs> Because I knew no one else would know what the Battletoads ending was. Um, Matt Jonas was complaining about the Mickey Mouse Sega Genesis game having a bad ending. Because everything ended up being a play. So it's like, oh, the entire game wasn't real. Well, I mean, in that in that theme, I mean, it, this isn't the ending to the game. This is probably about two-thirds way through the game. But in Star Ocean to the End of Time, you they reveal that the entire Star Ocean series has been a video game. Because <laughs> because your characters are brought out of the video game. Well, anything, I, I already anything knew that. Happened. Yeah. I know, spoiler alert for anyone who play, wants to play the Star Ocean series, but no, don't play the Star Ocean series because it's, it is some just, it's like Inception if it was crap. Um, you, your characters are actually brought out of the video game and someone's told you, it's like, oh, you're from Star Ocean. And your characters are like, what's Star Ocean? It's a popular video game. And then you have to meet someone, I think, in the real world so you can go back to your video game world. Wow. It's the stupidest thing ever. Oh, God. And in its way, it is like an ending to every other game in the series because it's like it was all a dream, except it was a video game. Yikes. Black. Oh, Lord. Um, have I have I talked about ToeJam & Earl 3 on this podcast already, the ending to ToeJam & Earl 3? No. Don't think so. 
Jetty, you you would know if I did. Uh, not today. <laughs> okay, um, so Toe Jam and Roll 3, Mission to Earth for Xbox. Um, throughout the game, in between levels, you see these loading screens where it's a bunch of people dancing on stage, having a good time. Those um, are also the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the game, and then you see the, the, the loading screen. That must be coming, is what you think. <laughs> Yeah, and then the credits play, and that's it. Thanks. I'm, I may be the only person who has ever beaten that game who was, you know, one and then Toe Jam, Toe Jam jumps out of the, the screen and kicks you in the crotch. That's the end. <laughs> like, what have you been doing with your time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it was no Toe Jam in R1, I'll put it that way. I I haven't played any of them, so. You should, you should play, play it first. I Everyone should play it. Same, so. oh. it's, on, it's on a Wii, you can download it. Oh, okay. It's the one that I think is Battletoads, isn't it? <laughs> Weren't you and I talking about doing a playthrough of Toe Jam and Earl a long time ago? We were a long time ago, yeah. with, because it when was we an SNES game, yeah. Sega Genesis. It was? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I turned it down then. I'm gonna, uh, Vanjie Van just woke up, I'm gonna ask her, because um, she is rather sensitive to video game plots. Um, dear, are there any video games that have just had a terrible ending in your thoughts. All right. She's thinking about it. So she hasn't played, you know, she hasn't had the long history of, you know, playing Nintendo games where it's just like game over sucker. (laughs) I'm just trying to imagine just like waking up and someone saying, Hey, Hey, come over here. Come podcast. Come on. Let's do this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, legend of Zelda Ocarina of time I wouldn't say it's a bad ending, but there's so much that was just sort of left open and not explained. You know, you know, I actually didn't care for it the first time I saw it because, like, you know, with with Link showing back up at Zelda's or at the castle, it's just like, but, but I already did everything, and now it's just oh, starting over again. Now that I'm older, I can you know appreciate yeah. you know the, the the themes they're trying to go for, but you know, then it's just like I've spent a week of my life on this game. I'm still bogged down in the question is, like, does that mean everybody completely forgets the entire adventure? And the the answer is no, because you have basically two Zelda timelines coming off of Ocarina of Time. Yep. I I actually I, I have a, a response. But I mean, obviously, when you were playing Ocarina of Time for the first right, time, you, you that don't question know. answered. So I, I'm thinking about the first time I played it, and then when Majora's Mask came out, and it's sort of, kind of, maybe, but not really, sort of yeah, answered really. the question about Navi. It didn't. It just, Navi t- takes off for no reason without saying anything, and right. I don't know why. Because no one wanted to deal with her, that's why. Yeah, yeah, but there's a flashback to a conversation that Link and Zelda had in Majora's Mask, so that tells you a little oh, bit right, what, right. what happened between Zelda and uh, Link, because she reteaches him Zelda's lullaby. No, she teaches him the Song of Time. Yeah, yeah, she, she does. She it to him, and we have a flashback to that, so... Okay, I, I have a game that uh has a bad ending. All right. The thing is, is that I never actually was able to beat this game, but I only... I recently, in the last week, decided to watch the last video in a Let's Play of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens is Final Fantasy Legend for the Game Boy. Uh, when I was, like, eight, I managed to get to the end of this game not having any clue what I was doing through the entire game. I have no idea how I ever got that far. But the thing was, uh, the inventory system was terrible. So what I did is I decided to sell the glass sword, which apparently is the most powerful weapon in the entire game. Yes. Uh, but me being eight, I was like, glass sword? Pff, what's that? It's probably going to break. It's a piece <laughs> of junk. 
So I you don't make swords out of glass. And so, I mean, one gold. Piece of junk. Of course I'm going to sell it. Uh, you, you sold it for one gold. I sold it for one gold. Now, Sucker. Uh, again, it was the most powerful weapon in the game. So then when I finally got to the end, I was never able to actually beat it. So, uh, <laughs> the, the plot of Final Fantasy Legend is that you are at the bottom of this tower, and supposedly up at the top of the tower is paradise. And, you know, everyone's trying to get there and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you make it through each of the levels with your little party, and finally you reach the end, and God is there, and he is a man in a top hat just kind of sitting around in this, like, grassy area with a couple of trees and... Chilling. Yeah, just kind of... Doing God stuff. Hanging out. Uh, you go and you talk to him, and he's like, Hey, you beat the game. Great job. And your character's like, What? This was a game? And so then <laughs> uh, you get really upset that, like, everything that you've gone through was all just, you know, his little joke or whatever. So you decide to beat him up. And... <laughs> Hell yeah! So... <laughs> Fun fact, same thing happens when you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that's my plan but, uh, no God's gonna just come up he's like you were like my favorite character on that sitcom like, what but okay it was a sitcom? I will fight you here's the thing I never got to see what happened afterwards because I was never able to beat the game uh, so what happens is you defeat God uh, you walk up and there's like a door behind him that you couldn't see so like you walk up to the door and I guess this is supposed to imply that that was paradise that you were trying to get to. Uh, you walk up, your character's like, man, I still can't believe that. We defeated God, you know, and it was all just a game, and blah, blah. Well, what do we do now? And then your characters turn around and they're like, let's go home. And it just ends there. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like, they, they don't go through the door. There's no, like, I mean, nothing happens. They just go home. And then it sort of, like, does the credits and shows you, like, quote, exciting scenes from the game that you just played. Uh, and then it says, see you later. So it doesn't even show you, like, a montage of going home uh, or anything like that? No, it just kind of shows you scenes from the game that you just played. And then it says, oh. see you later. Oh, I got one for you guys. Uh, Borderlands. Uh oh Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know about That's that. That's come up a few times today. Yeah. Not the ending, uh, but... I mean, I, I love Borderlands, but you know, the the ending to the main game, it's like you're you're pursuing this vault the entire time, which is supposed to hold you know alien technology and be totally awesome, and you know you're racing everybody to fight to find it. Well, it turns out there was a monster in it, and you like a monster waiting at its door, and you have to kill the monster, but then the vault closes anyway, so you you know you don't actually get a chance to see it in your lifetime, and uh. And I was just like, what? But my treasure! Treasure is the whole point of this damn game! I, I want my vault! Have, and, have uh, you considered the possibility that you just got the bad ending? No, it's, it, that's the ending. Okay. Um, I mean, they, they do make up for it a little bit because they have, uh, they have DLC that, you know, g gives you a little bit more to do and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, more guns? More guns, uh, I, I will say the DLC for Borderlands is actually really good. Like they they put a good amount of work into each of the scenarios, and they're all really fun. Um, I got like Borderlands plus all the DLCs for like seven fifty on Steam last wow. summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the ending of the of the main game of Borderlands, yeah, not great. Okay. I'm, I'm oh. I know we're, I know we're running out of time, yeah. but this is kind of reminding me a little of uh, Fallout Three, Mike. 
<laughs> is that the one? I hate the ending of Fallout 3. Is that the one where, I like, hate it so much. there are so many reasons why the ending could have been preventable? Yes. If, like, the robot yes. guy just did it or whatever? Because, yeah, you, 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 at the end, like, you have to go into this super radiated chamber in order to, you know, not blow up the capital wasteland. And I have, you know, the radiation will kill whoever you send in. So you can either send in um, this uh, this one person who's with you who will be like, gee, thanks a lot, dick. Way to send me into the, the radiation chamber. Or you can do it yourself and, you know, get like the noble sacrifice ending. Meanwhile, you know, you could have a giant radiation immune super mutant with you or a robot or a ghoul that's uh, uh, immune to radiation and, like, if you talk to the, the, the mutant, you're like, hey, Fox, now, this is before they added DLC to fix the ending. Um, or rather, continue yeah, I was going to say, game. in my ending, I just, I went in there and I woke up and I was fine. <laughs> and that's because you have Broken Steel, that, that the DLC yep. that, that you yep. know, continues the main game. But before that, like, if you ask Fox, he's like, oh, no, my friend, I wouldn't dream of stealing this honor from you. It's like, <laughs> Fox, steal away, my buddy. <laughs> I will, I will die. Like, are are you afraid? Like, your mutant fingers are too bad to hit like the little keypad in there. Like, I could give you like a little wand or something. <laughs> box. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that like if you bought the game and played it and, and beat it before Broken Steel came out and before you know like, purchasing Broken Steel, that was the ending you got. And then it says you either you know. You were a, a dick and a coward and, you know, didn't live up to your legacy, but at least things are safe. Or, you know, you made the ultimate sacrifice, followed your father's example, blah, 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 everyone's happy forever. There you go. Um, but, yeah, just that, oh, God, I hated that ending so much. I And, and thank you for bringing it back because I will, like, Angie, <laughs> no problem. hear me, like, I will occasionally have to look over at Angie and go, like, here's another thing that's wrong with the Fallout 3 ending. <laughs> And this will be like our entire night, and she'll just go. I know, sweetie, you've told me that a hundred times before over the past, however, two or three years since Fallout Three came out. So, that uh, Bethesda just doesn't do good storytelling. I mean, I, I actually, I, I bought um, over the summer. I was uh, or in the fall, I, I was playing Fallout Three again because I had, I got another deal on Steam that got me all the DLC, so I had never tried those, so I thought I'd, I'd go through and do it, and I, I did the first couple, and they're just, they're so blah, you know? I mean, it's like, they're the, the hooks that, you know, normally get you into a story, they just don't have them. And, uh, so, like, I, I stopped, like, halfway through, I didn't even, um, continue on to do the Broken Steel DLC, because it's just like, uh I played, um, um, Operation Anchorage and The Pit, and it's just, uh Fair. Okay, nice. so like th- this podcast is over. Sorry. Oh. What? Oh. Well, it's almost I... time for a podcast power hour. Oh. But yeah. I was I was hoping I could find one more way to make uh, Mike angry before. <laughs> uh, ask ask a trivia question that will make Mike angry for our guests. <laughs> uh, I, I. Who is the worst pony in My Little Pony? Friendship is magic. At the main six. Uh, the the main six. There's no worst pony in the main six they all have their strengths and weaknesses but they together you know they they're friends and they overcome their power through the power i always thought tinky winky was pretty awful i think he means pinkie pie he hates pinkie pie (laughs) i hate pinkie pie tinky winky is uh 
from <laughs> the Teletubbies. Teletubbies. Teletubby, yeah, that's close. I don't, I don't know if we have time for a trivia, Jetty. I think we got to yeah. wrap up. Pinkie Pie is the best. I've got to be honest. I, I almost teared up watching the episode yesterday with the wedding one. It's the a song about the first person to say I love Shia LaBeouf and sell it correctly gets prized. <laughs> 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 hate you so much, Paul. <laughs> the Big Brother best friend song. It made that me was sad. A, that was that was a really cute song. Because it made me remember when my I was my little sister's best friend when she was oh. that age. And she's now she's all grown up and in going to college and doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. Of course, I think Diana, Diana won again. <laughs> I hope she wants another. Oh, you were too slow. I'm sorry. <laughs> and meanwhile, in the chat room, everybody's been talking about Ocarina. Yeah, they haven't been time. listening to us for like the past 40 minutes. <laughs> yes. Which we've mentioned for uh, no the. They've been talking about Michael's comment about the two timelines coming from Ocarina of Time. Could you just tell ah. them what these two are? Oh well, okay. So they, they actually—it's um, in one of the. You can find you can find an image online that Nintendo actually put out in one of their um, books. Oh. But basically, Ocarina splits uh, basically Hyrule into two timelines. You have the one where uh, basically there's three. There's three. Yeah. Ah, right, that's right. Ah. Uh, well, I know at least two are. So there's there's one at the end of Ocarina where that bit in ten seconds, Mike. We got to get going. Yeah. All right. Link comes back and Zelda and him basically say like, "Hey, Ganondorf's evil. We should go get him." And they do. And then they bound him up, and that's uh, how Twilight Princess gets started. Then there's one where Link never comes back, and that's um, uh, that's Wind Waker. And I don't know what the other one is. Wow, that makes a lot more sense now. Which one does, uh... Ah, never mind. Bye, guys. Skyward Sword? Skyward Sword takes before Skyward Sword. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah the chat room figured it out. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks, thanks, everyone, for uh, showing up to record this hour. Yes, and next yeah, hour okay. next hour is Power Hour, so... Yes, power it is. Yes. Listeners only. Yes. And Christian. And me uh, and Christian. So All not right. us. Yes. What if there aren't any listeners? Uh, there will be. Bye, guys. I didn't. I didn't accept it with real Paul Franzen yet. Unless we are alive, someone will let us know. No, I uh, I clicked the, the hang get up. rid of Paul. Yeah, I clicked the get rid of Paul button. Oh, good call. Uh, but I, think I love the, that button. I think-